This podcast is presented by the Bet Parks online casino and sportsbook app. New customers download now and get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. See BetParks.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, Michigan, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult to Today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation semi annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal too. Schedule a no obligation in home estimate now. Call 866 Nation or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Short Parks, James Seltzer with you at all three. And after three, coming up at four o'clock on this station, your first place Philadelphia Phillies. Elliot, how about it, buddy? I talk often on this show about how one of my favorite times of year is training camp. Another underrated time of the year in Philadelphia is when the Phillies are making a postseason run. And like it's October air, you can feel it. There's a game that night. And last night was one of the first times in a long time. I know last year they were in it till the end. But, man, that Bryce home run last night, they win. They go into first place. I can feel the crisp, the crisp crispiness. That's not the right phrase. Christmas. That's I can good. feel the crisp air coming of playoff baseball. They are on their way. I believe in them. And last yesterday was super exciting. Yeah, man. I'll tell you, for the first time heading into yesterday's game, yesterday was the first time all season long I actually made the turn, and I think they're going to win the division. Yeah, because you've been against them. I not against been, them. You have not no, believed them. No, but I've been them. the one who's like, you know, pulling the reins yep. back a little bit, not fully ready to jump in with two feet. I'm in, man. I totally believe in this team. Uh, they they fight. They win games late. Like, they never feels like they're out of a baseball game. It feels like things are coming together at the right time. And, and Bryce. And Bryce. I mean, Bryce always made to an MVP season. Yeah. And they – are doing it right the right time, like we said. And and most importantly, the rest of the division is horrible. So they are in a really good spot. Keep that in mind for, for a few minutes from now. And here, here's the other thing, though. That, that they're playing well. I spent my morning across the street. Yes, let's get to Watching it. another team in this city. And let's just say they're not as hot right now as the <laughs> Phillies. To, to put it mildly, things are not going as well for the Eagles. All right, let's get into training camp. And and if we're going to talk Eagles and Phillies today. If you want to get in with a Phillies call, 215-592-9494. Obviously, we will talk Phillies. It is the most exciting time of the season. Most exciting time in a while for the Phillies. So definitely down to take your Phillies calls. The Phillies and Mets will play at 405 on this station today. So keep it here. But you were down at training camp today. Oh, boy. 
didn't seem like it was a great day down at camp. What'd you say? Oh, it was so bad today. Man, let me tell you, I've been on this radio, def- you know, saying I think the team's going to be better, and we'll get into that. Today was absolutely awful. The offense could not look worse than it looked today. I mean, it, there was a, uh, a a play at the end of practice, and it seemed like they had some type of competition going with the play, but it was a five-yard completion to Jason Huntley, and the entire offense jumped up in joy and ran to Jason Huntley oh, no. and celebrated with him. Now, again, I think there was something Sirianni did with them, but regardless, it really you know showed what type of day it was that they could not get anything going. I mean, I've never seen so many batted passes at practice in my life than I wow. saw today. Jalen Hurts and the offense could not complete nearly anything. At one point in the team drills, and I have Jalen Hurts down here, 16-23, no touchdowns, one interception. Uh, there was a point in one eleven drill where uh, Jalen Hurts got the ball. He was nearly pressured, so he ran away, would have been sacked in a game. They ran the ball. Next four plays, incomplete, 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 incomplete. Yikes. So it just nothing was working for them. And – you know, Jalen deserves the blame because he's the quarterback. If you've listened to me over the years, you know I'm a quarterback win-loss guy. The quarterback makes the offense go. He's the engine. So ultimately, Jalen does deserve blame. But what's really concerning to me in watching this offense is Jalen actually hasn't been that bad. Like, it's not like guys are open and he's overthrowing them. It's not like guys are open and he's missing them. Guys aren't getting open, and I don't know if Jalen at this point of his career – is has a good enough arm to consistently hit 50-50 passes. When, let's be honest, not many quarterbacks do. That's not a recipe for success. So the offense has struggled. The, the offensive line has struggled. The receivers don't look good. The running backs, Miles Sanders, has ha- had issues with drops. He fumbled the ball yesterday. In today's practice, they stripped him of the ball again. People felt it was after the whistle, and it might have been. But all I know is he's the only one today that had the ball stripped out of his hands again. And the receivers, I've said it before and I'll say it again, they have got to make a move for a receiver. They cannot go into the season with this receiving core and expect to compete. They just, they're they're too inexperienced. I mean, yes, some of them could reach their upside. I like the idea of playing young players, but they have got to bring in a safety net because what I saw today, unless their defense is going to be like a top five unit, what I saw today was a team that did not look anywhere close to a team ready to compete in week one. Well, I hate to say this, but... I'm not surprised. Here we go. I'm not surprised. I w- again, you know, we have been very different in, in expectations for this team this season, and and this is my worry. This is my worry that the offense it lacked weapons, lacked talent. Jalen Hurts wasn't going to be able to rise above and make everyone around him better, and that there were just holes throughout the team. That mm-hmm. that the depth of the roster wasn't good enough, and especially when guys go down like. What if Devontae Smith's injury was was bigger than it is? What if he gets hurt and then then they have nothing? I mean, he's all we have at wide receiver the way the way you kind of explain it here. So I'm I'm not surprised. And honestly, I'm fine with playing young guys because I don't think they're gonna win it this year. Mm-hmm. Well, so look, prior to the season, I well, prior to training camp, I made a bet with Howard Eskin. Was talked about, right? 35 yes. total touchdowns and 11 wins for the Eagles. Me and you have talked throughout the offseason. We've been on different pages. I've said I think they're going to be better, and you don't. So as I was driving in here today, after watching that embarrassment of a practice from the offense, I was saying to myself, Elliot, were you wrong? Right? Like, were you wrong? And as often the case is, my conclusion I came to <laughs> was I'm not jumping ship yet. And let's be honest, the Phillies are reason are a good reason to look at and say, you should still believe in the Eagles how despite so? how. how. Because so? the Phillies, as look, they, they are 
good. Don't get me wrong. They're not like bad. They're, they're, they're their roster is better. Yes, they're but, not great. But what they're what they're going to end up being is the best team in a bad division, right? The Mets have been completely uh, you know underperforming this year. Washington, not Washington. Atlanta's been dealing with a ton of injuries. Washington's not that good, and they've already sold. Miami is what they are. So the, the Phillies, I think, are going to make the postseason. I think they're going to win the division. Doesn't mean they're a great team, right? I'm not throwing water on them, but let's be real. That's what's happening. And so now I look at the Eagles and I go, man, they look bad. But then I look around the division. The Giants are having one of the worst training camps you could possibly have. They have players retiring every day. They got in an entire team brawl that had to end practice, right? With the quarterback on the bottom of the brawl, though. Yes, Kelvin Benjamin was cut because he was, like, taking food from the cafeteria and then said his head coach was a joke, right? Washington (laughs) still has Ryan Fitzpatrick. The the injury to Dak Prescott is something I don't think is being brought up enough. It seems like a thing. A shoulder injury that they've now had to take a step back and move slower with. So – the Eagles look bad. It has not been a good start to training camp. I thought Jalen Hurts was going to be better than he was. But my logic for believing them in them is still there. The division is bad. I still believe in the offense and defensive line. The defense, as bad as the offense has looked, and we'll find out you know, in these preseason games when they do joint practices which one it is, but the defense looks awesome. The defensive line has been great. The cornerbacks look really good. Anthony Harris looks like he's controlling the middle of the field. Eric Wilson has an interception and a forced fumble. We've wanted, you know, people have said we need a better linebacker in here. Well, look, they got one, right? So I do think that this team is still going to be able to compete. But I also can't lie and say, you know, like, it's not looking great. But look at the Phillies. The Phillies are proof that if you're in a bad division, you just have to be okay. and You just have to stick around long enough. And I still think the Eagles have it in them to do that. So I, I get your point. I just think it's not apples to apples, certainly in terms of, of what I want from these teams. I mean, the Phillies haven't been in the playoffs in a decade. They have committed money. They've committed resources. They brought in Bryce Harper. They brought in Zach Wheeler. They traded for JT Romito. Like, this is a team that's that's window is now. Like, this group of guys, yeah. whether, whether it's good enough or not, whether the minor leagues coming up in years are going to be good enough or not are two separate things. This group... They have committed to them. This is a team that is going for it, for better or worse. Like, that's the position they're in. And they happen to be lucky enough to be in the worst division in baseball, and thank God, because otherwise we wouldn't even be talking about the Phillies in a positive way because they'd be like eight games out if they're in any other division in baseball. So I get the point of, like, taking advantage of a bad division. I just don't think the Eagles are there. Like, maybe it could happen, but this team's not ready for that, nor should it be the priority. Like, they should not be trading draft picks to add to this team. They should not be worried about winning a division that is – you know, fun and all that, but ultimately meaningless. They should be worried about the future of the team. That's what I've talked about forever. Develop. Let guys play. Learn what you have in Quez Watkins. Learn what you have in Travis Fulgham. Know what you have heading into next offseason with all these picks, with all this arsenal, to really take that next step. But the Phillies are examples of why winning does matter, right? Let's say that they were in a division where they were eight games out, or let's say that Atlanta didn't deal with all the injuries, or the Mets lived up to their potential. Then we're not talking about October baseball right now, right? But it matters because if If they weren't in a playoff push, Bryce would be unhappy. They probably would have been sellers at the deadline, right? I think what you're seeing from the Phillies is trying to compete ultimately is the is always the best call. When the when the Eagles were, you know, four and whatever last year, yeah, towards the end of the season it was right for them to tank that game because the season was over. But the season hasn't begun yet. And as bad as they've looked, I disagree with you. I would invest in this team. James Washington, the receiver from the Steelers. Go trade for him. Go get a guy in here that can help Jalen Hurts be better. Get a guy in here that can make Nick Sirianni look better. Give them a chance to see what they can do. Because as the Phillies are showing is, if you go for it, 
then things could break your way, right? Look, last year the Sixers didn't go for it at the trade deadline. They could have, if it seemed like they had an option to get Kyle Lowry, they didn't give enough up. They they tried to get James Harden, didn't go, it didn't get it, didn't happen. And then in the playoffs, everything broke the Bucks' way. Everybody got hurt, right? So I think the message from the Phillies is you're better off going for it and then see what happens. And so with the Eagles, look, they've not looked great in training camp, but they can look better if they go and make moves, if they bring in a receiver, if they you know, bring in two receivers, honestly, right? So I, I'm not ready to give up on the Eagles just yet, despite the fact it's not been a good start. See, that's the problem. That's what got the Eagles into this spot where they had their cap issues, where they had all this Well, stuff. the cap issues did not come from right, that. Right, right. But regardless, my whole point is the whole situation they're in was because they went for it too hard, which is fine. They won a Super Bowl and they wanted to win more. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine that they went for it. But at a certain point, you have to divert and say, all right, we've got an old roster. We have a lack of young talent. Like, this has to be more important. Rebuilding our young talent base, finding out what we have in this young talent base, and most importantly, developing this young talent base right. has to be priority but, but, one for this organization. Where the Phillies' priority one is the playoffs. But like, the that's Phillies, the they're built. The, the Phillies have win now talent on it. You're right, but so do the Eagles. Look at their offensive defensive line. Right. Look at their cornerbacks. Look at their safety. They 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 are not a team. I think you can make an argument that the Eagles are just as talented as the Phillies. Like the Bryce Harper has been awesome. The Eagles don't have a player as good as Bryce Harper. I mean, you could argue Fletcher Cox, but it's just different. He doesn't impact the game as much. They don't have a, an elite level guy like that. But outside of that, who on the Phillies is amazing? Real, real well, Zach, Muto's, Zach Wheeler. Zach right, Wheeler has young. Been. Yes, yeah. you're right. So there's two of them. But <laughs> Real Muto's had a bit of a down year, right? Uh, Alex Bohm. Alex Bohm has not been that good. Uh, Reese has been good, but he's hurt now. So I think that when you look at the Eagles roster, there is talent there. They just need to add on to it. They should not throw this season away just because it looks like Jalen's struggling. Put pieces around Jalen to help him. And then I think this team, like we're seeing with the Phillies, this team can compete in the NFC East. The rest of the division is a disaster. Maybe they're not going to get to 11 wins. Maybe they win this division at nine games. But the division is there to be won, and it matters to win the division. It matters for Jalen. It matters for Nick Sirianni. Just like we're seeing across the street, it matters for Bryce Harper that they're going to be in this. Because who knows, if they didn't do it, I heard talk this week, when does Bryce, Bryce start to ask out, right? Like, these winning matters for these teams. And the Eagles can do that still if they go and they add pieces. And that's what I'm seeing down there is if they add pieces to this roster, they can still compete. But as they're currently constructed, it's not been pretty. 215-592-9494. Where do you come down on this? Should the Eagles add to this roster? Should they go for this division that, to be fair to Elliot's point, is absolutely winnable? Like, I'm with Disaster of a division. Like, I think the Giants stink. Yes. I think Joe Judge is a joke. I think Daniel Jones is a bad quarterback. I Look, I like Ryan Fitzpatrick more than you, but... I understand who Ryan Fitzpatrick is. He's not a, a superstar. He could certainly throw in some clunkers with that team. They are not a juggernaut of any kind. And obviously Dallas, especially with this Dak thing, yes. it's it's up in the air. So I get the idea the division is winnable. And if you win it, fine. Like, I'm not saying I don't want them to win the division. I'm just not prioritizing winning the division. But why? Why because Why I don't, don't you want to prioritize I'm not going to give up draft picks. But to- I'm not saying go trade the, any of the number one picks, right? I get you know, we can debate the Colts pick now because of the Wentz injury. But regardless, if you have a chance to go get James Washington for a third-round pick, go get James Washington. If you have a chance to pick up a veteran receiver who 
you know, is good. Maybe we don't know that they're available because you look right around the league right now. It's tough to find. But maybe there's a team out there willing to trade you a good receiver. Go do that. Go bring in talent. Reinvest in the team because winning matters flat out. I get what you're saying about rebuilding, and there are certain instances where you have to do that when it comes to first-round picks and stuff like that. But outside of that, you can figure things out on the fly next year, right? You can go get other draft picks. What you can't do is get the season back. You can't get Nick Sirianni's first year back. You can't get Jalen Hurts, let's be honest, probably only chance to win a starting job back. And so they have to go out and do that. I would reinvest in the team. 215-592-9494. Where do you stand on this? Would you invest in this Eagles team right now? Try and take this division while it's there for the taking. Are you more concerned about the long-term development of these players, of learning who these guys are, and finding out what you have to move into the future with these younger players? And any Phillies call you want. Yeah, we'll talk Phillies. Elliot and I believe. If you don't believe, we'd love to hear from you because, look, I think it's absolutely fair to say, oh, they've been up and down all year. They'll just go back down. Like, I get it. I've been there all season long yeah. until now. If you don't believe calls, and if you do, 215 592 94, 94. Let's start it out where we do every single Saturday at this time. Let's go to Edmonton and talk to our buddy Tom. Yo, Tom. Yo, James Seltzer, brother from another mother. Best producer at the whip. How we doing today? <laughs> Good, buddy. How are you? Elliot. What up, man? How you doing? You know, I, I was kicking it around earlier with my wife um, because I've, I've had fun with your name and your initials throughout the years. Oh, yes. Many have had growing up as well, trust yes. me. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's very versatile. But yes. I'm, so I'm sitting there with Tammy and we're, we're talking about it, and I think I might be out of bullets. <laughs> Just get, you know. give me too much each oh, week. No. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you well, what. Good we news. Came... We got a season coming up where it looks like you might be able to get me quite a bit throughout the year. So uh, we well, shall see. We, we came up with a couple. But All they're, right. like, borderline insulting. Like, I would never say them on the radio. You know, oh, Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll text them to you yeah. later. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe right. you'll, you'll get a chuckle out of them. So, <laughs> so fellas, I am sitting in an in-ground pool, um, sipping on some Grey Goose and uh, Red Bull, and right next to the Atlantic Ocean. So oh, things don't get much dream. better than yeah, this. Talking yeah. about my name. So, you sounds, know, it doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> sounds good, buddy. That sounds really good. I, it's funny you're drawing a parallel between the Phillies and the Eagles because they're uh, – I mean, they're so similar. Yeah. The only way they succeed is because the rest of their division is is terrible. <laughs> hey, you take what you Still can succeeding. Get, well, listen, the Phillies haven't fooled me, guys. Let's not keep in mind they they swept the Nats, who are a Triple A team at this point, and the Mets have just been doing nothing but losing. Yeah, so, but at least they're taking care of business, right? And, I mean, listen, and 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 what I will say, Tom, like they fight, man, like that, like unlike the last Philly teams, the last few years, and I'm with you, those teams have have disappointed when it mattered most, like. None mm-hmm. of those teams have I felt like when it's, you know, 7-5 in the ninth inning or 5-3 in the eighth inning or 5 nothing in the eighth inning, that that, that Phillies team still had a chance. This team yeah. they do, and that does matter. Okay, well, I, and, and I'll give you that. I'm just – we'll see what happens when they play the Dodgers and as the season unfolds. I think Atlanta wins the division, personally. Wow. I, look, I think, it, I think it, I'm a lot more scared of Atlanta than the Mets. Yeah, I'll the Mets that. are done. Right. The Mets yeah, are done. they're toast. They're yeah. toast. And, and, and the Phillies probably will sweep them this, this weekend. But, all right, so when it comes to the Eagles, you know, I have many question marks, much like all of us do. You guys know I had them, what, at 5-11-1, I think it was? Yep, I think so. I'm, down to four twelve and one. Oh um, no, buddy. Well, I mean, my question mark with Devontae Smith, you know. Yeah. 
will he get hurt? I don't know. Fourth day in, he's hurt already. I understand. They say it's not a big deal, but it's concerning. Oh, to Tom, I'm with you on that. This not a big deal thing. Look, I, I don't think he's out for the season or anything like that. You, you'll never convince me that him missing all of training camp, which it looks like he will, is no big deal. His rookie it's training camp, no less. Deal. At that position, we have so much history in the league to show that rookie wide receivers just don't play that well. Like, it takes yeah. time. Except to- your boy. And, and, Justin, and I think it's – I think it's just a sign of things to come, Mike, as he progresses, especially this year, the rookie year, 17 games. You know how rookies hit that waltz at, like, a yeah. certain point? They're not used to it. And I think he's tiny. I mean, he's just tiny. So he is, yeah, another, he is small. Another, another great pick. It's, it, there's always question marks with Howie's picks. Um, will the O-line stay healthy? I mean, we already have Brandon Brooks getting hurt. I mean – yeah, I do wonder how much of that is just them resting him at this point to keep him healthy. But look, you're right; it's not good. It's not good that they're they're practicing without two of their five starting mm-hmm. offensive linemen right now. And you guys know how I feel about having a rookie co- coach and a rookie quarterback. I mean, both in the same season that that's tough. But I'm just the culture that they're setting down there. Zach Ertz is a problem with the shorts. I don't care what anybody tells me. You can't convince me that that's going to be an issue. Well, look, let, well, let me tell you this, Tom, because it is, I'm happy you brought it up. That the first few days, I do think that Zach looked like he didn't want to be there. I think that's changed. I see him working with Jalen after practice. I see him being more engaged with everything that's going on. He's hanging around after practice more. So you're right to be concerned about it somewhat. But now that we've been there for nine days, I see him to start starting to be a little more accepting of it appears he's going to be there. And and then as as the Hammer and Richie have been driving home all week with the dog mentality, it doesn't look like a dog mentality with the way they have these practices. What, you know, what are they, off every oh, third see, I day? disagree with you on that, too. I, now, I know that they've had time off and their practices are short, but I'm telling you, these practices are intense. Like, they are very competitive. There's a lot of team drills that – Look, I know they're short, but just from watching them down there, I think if you got a chance, and it would be awesome if you could come watch one time, but it would if you got a chance to see the practice, you would agree that they're not soft practices. They're, he is practicing them hard. Mm, I don't know. I don't, James, right. James, what do you have, Matt, I right mean, now? I, I, well, I mean, I will trust the person who's down at practice and has been at many practices to say that if it's if Elliot says it's harder practice. They're hard him, practices. But, but he uh, said I, they were terrible today, right? Yeah. Oh, well, the offense of, was bad, but the practice win, was he's hard. He's talking about how hard the practice is. In terms of wins, I'm at seven. Seven? Yeah. And Elliot, you're still at eleven or twelve. Well, I got to ride with him now, Tom. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not jumping ship just yet. But look, my logic is there, and you brought you realize, it up with the Phillies. You realize the ship you're on is named the Titanic, right? Well, it was one of my favorite movies growing up, oh, so it God. makes sense that uh, that would be the name. Sounds but right. Look, I'm not jumping listen, ship yet. It's they haven't played a game yet, but it, it's not looked good. Don't get me wrong, Tom. It's not looked. Listen, good. I will be watching and rooting for the Phillies and Eagles. I just I got to keep it honest on the air because, as you know, James, my name's not Sledge, so I don't on the air. So I got to keep it honest. <laughs> got to keep what the I brand see. strong. I love it. Tom. So you fellas keep talking. I'm going to keep listening. My man. Love you, pal. Thank you. See you. All right. 215-592-9494. Love you fellas. Mean it. Mean it. Uh, the miss, legend. Yeah. Hope he calls into that. Yeah. 215-592-9494. Get in. Should the Eagles go for it with this team, this group in a division that is super winnable as we're seeing the Phillies take advantage yeah. of a bad division you know, right now in this moment. And if you want to get in on the Phillies, Phillies Beliefs, 215-592-9494. It's Elliot, it's James, it's Go Birds Radio. And let me remind you that the Park Sportsbook is the official sportsbook partner of the real sports fan. Golf's in full swing, and you can bet on everything. Baseball, golf, MMA, and so much more. Live in-game play-by-play betting lets you bet while you watch. It's the only sportsbook app back 
by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania and the only one that we at Go Birds recommend. You can bet the money line as it changes during the game on the Park Sportsbook app, which is a wild ride. The in-game betting is a blast. Uh, you can bet on individual player performances as they happen. Baseball, you can bet hits, home runs, pitcher strikeouts, inning by inning. Golf, you can bet on match winners, bet on leaders after rounds, and so much more. And of course, you can always bet on spreads, parlays, props, teasers, and over-unders. And, and honestly, Elliot and I have been having such a blast using the Park Sportsbook app. And, and just having a little bit of action on these games that we're going to watch anyway makes them so much more fun to watch. You're so much more invested in these games Here's the deal. If you sign up now, your first bet is risk-free up to $500. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com forward slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. The website has all the details. It's GoBirds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Short Parks, James Seltzer, a little Bob Marley. I mean, come on. You a Bob guy? No. I don't dislike <laughs> why, him. I just, did, to be honest, I, I not. I didn't even need to ask the question. In yeah. I'm looking at Dan Wilson in the in the producer studio, and Dan's like giggling. I don't dislike him. I just don't. I'm never like, let me put some Bob Marley. Oh, you're missing out, buddy. Yeah, it sounds like it. I've it's, heard that song. It before, just though. makes you happy. It's like good mood. Good mood music. Right well, there. after that Eagles practice, need a little can tell you a positive vibes. So right there. what's interesting is Nick Sirianni's told us that each day there's a winner on offense and defense, and they keep score. So I think he said one day the defense won like. I don't know, it was like 27 to 26, or he made it sound like it was close. Who knows what it really was. Mm -hmm. But I would be interested to know, and I'll ask him next time we have a press conference, like, I wonder what the score is, because when we... so dominant today. Yeah, day one he talked about it, or day two, I should say, and he was like, oh, yeah, it was close practice. Day four or five, he was like, oh, I don't remember. I'll get back to you guys. Something tells me after today, next time I ask, (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. There's been nine practices, like... It might be seven to two defense, wow. and the day's offensive one would be very close. The off, the, who knows? We'll see with the offense. The defense does look very good. Okay. Yeah. Something. We're yeah. defense town. Now the issue is the first few weeks when you look. I mean, Atlanta has weapons on offense. Uh-huh. San Francisco is interesting because we'll see what they do at quarterback, and then you know, last year the defense played well against them, but they had the Eagles' third string quarterback starting for mm-hmm. them. Dallas has weapons, uh, so. Not a tough start to the season, but there are there are good offenses coming in. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where do you stay on this Eagles team? Would you double down? Would you add to this team? Because they are in a bad division and have a real chance, just like the Phillies across the street. Or are you more worried about developing and the future and and moving this team forward? Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Vancouver and talk to our buddy Tom. Hey Tom. Yes, hello, gentlemen. Tom, what's going on, man? Good to hear from you. Yeah, well, look, I just, uh, you know, sometimes I wish maybe maybe we should go by Tommy or something to uh, separate Mix myself it up a little from, uh, okay. from Tom, Tom from Abington, you know. I kind of like uh, that. I'd be down to go for a Tommy you think, if you're you cool with that. You don't think the whole being from another country is enough separate, of a separation? Yeah, separate, or, you. No? <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> and, well, plus he's got uh, he's got uh, double legend status, right? Well, so, he's yeah, know. he's every every show seems oh, to enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, Tom yeah, 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 there we yeah. go. There we go. Okay, so to get down to our friends, the Eagles, and the, the tie-in with the Phillies, I was, I'm actually glad you tied it into the Phillies because I watched the game yesterday and I thought it was fun. And, yeah. uh, and I know James is a huge uh, Phillies fan and uh, it's, it's nice to be able to be able to express that. Yeah. So th- now the differences I see uh, with the, the Phillies are the, ex- the expectations for the Phillies were really high at the beginning of the season. Sure. They turned into a bust in probably May or June. We saw like, how bad the bullpen was and such. And the, the Phillies 
aren't in a position to build for the future like the Eagles are. They've got a, the Eagles have all these draft picks and such. Mm-hmm. So there's the, the expectation is more there for them to either win now or go into a depressing rebuild, sort of like the Sixers. Yeah, and look, there, it's Phillies, a little and different. Again, the Phillies just came out of a rebuild. That that's the thing. Yeah. Which the was Phillies terrible. Are on the backside of of being the worst team in baseball for three years and all that. Like they they just did the rebuild thing. That's why the expectations are different. Yeah. So you know, so I'm okay with trading a later pick for a veteran receiver, but the, I think the focus has to be on developing the team and assessing players for the future, not for the win now. I really don't like the idea of winning a bad division. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like it's doing that much. It see, but I, a, a sense of, but yeah, I, and I'll, I'll push this. I'll push back at that and see what you think. I mean, don't I think it matters for Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts to get some success, right? And look, there's no denying that it's better to go, I guess, you know, four and thirteen than it is to win seven games, right? Because if you're not going to make the playoffs, you want a high pick. And, and look, the Eagles' pick could be really high this year. Who knows? But ultimately, this team success is going to come down to, and where I think it's different than baseball. It's going to come down to their ability to find a head coach and a quarterback. And if you can make the playoffs with these two, yeah, you don't have to do it at 13 games. If they can get in the postseason, I do think having that success matters. I just, I do. I mean, look at Carson's time here. The fact that he was never really able to make it to the playoffs, he did one time and got hurt. I think that that matters ultimately. You could also flip it around though and say like, look, Chip Kelly, first year, 10 and six, they make the playoffs, they have that success, and, yeah. and just. Peters out. Well, but they, they, yeah, next, next year they won the same amount of games and just didn't get it. Right. But I mean, it was certainly a downward trend for Chip. Like, I, I, I understand the argument that playoff experience and culture and all, it does matter. I get it. But I think it can be overblown. We can point to many examples of Ben McAdoo made the playoffs in his first year. That didn't carry over. So ultimately, you need to be good. Yeah. That's fine. So I guess, I guess with this, my, my, uh, sort of my final position on this is that. If the division is really bad, then it would be depressing for them to be bad within a bad division. But what I prefer to have is that, let's say, the Cowboys or someone else like that surprises us and they actually play well. And then the, the, Eagles, the Eagles play well, but they don't win the division. But they play well enough that, that, that these guys have proved themselves. So you'd rather that. have them not get in with, like, 10 wins than get in with seven wins is basically kind of what you're saying. You, you want to see yes. real improvement this year and feel good about it as opposed to just backing into the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally, totally, Elliot. And I have one little question before uh, before I go, and that's that uh, when is the first-round conditional pick becoming a second-round conditional ah, first? That's a great question, Tom. And well, I, I look, it's I still a conditional a, first. It was liter- I, I'm not kidding, Tom. Uh, m- my first thought when the Carson Wentz injury stuff came out was not, oh, the Eagles are going to get a second-round pick. It was, oh, Elliot's going to have to say. I'm not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Look, my first thought. I, I think there's still a chance Carson plays week one. Oh. There could well, be. They're reevaluating in two weeks. My man I mean, will never give it up. Look, all I know about Carson I, is— I've actually, heard, I've actually heard that Elliot's uh, right on that. Like, he's, not the old, he's not on an island no, like you. No, I know. I know. They right. say yeah. five weeks. No, I like, like being on an island. It's okay. But, uh, look, <laughs> I, I think from covering Carson and knowing him, every player wants to play each week, so that doesn't make him unique in that way. But when you consider his injury history, it's especially important for Carson to be out there. If he's not going to be 100%, he will still be out there. So I would not shut the door on him playing in week one. Okay, my, minor controversial uh, comment before I go, and that's why are they – well, it's sort of a rhetorical question in my view. Why are they saying that the vaccine is a personal decision when clearly it falls under public health? 
Yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting. Tom, great call. Yeah, brother. great call. It's actually, I think, a better way to say it, you know, for them would just say it's a private decision. Yeah. Because right. we know it's a personal decision. It's a personal <laughs> it's a decision kid. for everybody. But what they're saying is they don't, you know, the players that have answered it this way, eh, that it's I mean, a private and decision. And it's also, like, we've just got to the point where when you say that, everyone knows you're you're not saying, you're you're telling people no. Right. Like, if you that say that. That is how that, it's like, being perceived, it for is, sure. Whether or not correct or not, like, if you say that, everyone's going to think you didn't get it. Like, yeah. It's it. So you may as well just say it or whatever you know you know it's yeah i i, I don't want to get into a vaccine debate no, i am vaccinated either. look but but yes me too it i do think it's a tough spot to have to go up there and answer it publicly i will say in that regard it, it is tough spot for them 215-592-9494 let's go to atlantic city and talk to simone hey simone hello good morning or good afternoon um uh, question i haven't heard you guys talk about too much uh, we got a crowded running back room mm-hmm. who are I mean, how many backs do you think they'll keep? Yeah. And, like, who is really the number one back? We think it's Miles Sanders, but he's, like, got injury issues also, and he fumbles, like you said. How many backs do you think they're going to keep, and who will be the number one back? It's a, it's a great question, uh, and it's something I've been thinking a lot about recently. So when you talk about the running backs, they have eight on the roster, which isn't the most of any position group, but it is a lot for that position group. So I think the the locks to make the team are obviously Miles Sanders and Boston Scott. I think, uh, and then Kenny Gainwell is definitely going to make the team since he was just a draft pick. I think Carryon Johnson is almost a lock, you know, pretty pretty close to making it. The fifth spot's going to be interesting. Uh, Jordan Howard has been getting the ball a ton in training camp, but. Huntley has looked good, and when he has the ball, he looks super quick. I've heard the coaches talk a lot about wanting speed on offense, so I think that that speaks to Huntley. So I would think those would be the guys that are in contention, and if I had to pick, I think Huntley makes the roster over Jordan Howard. But as far as the number one running back, it's going to be Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is going to start when the team goes out on the field for the first time week one, snap one. He'll be the starting running back. But what's going to be interesting to see is how much does a coaching staff trust him? It's a new coaching staff. Uh, I think Miles has had issues with drops so far in training camp. He fumbled the ball once, and then today he nearly got stripped again at the end of a drill. Whereas Boston Scott is catching the ball well, and he's out there a lot. So Miles is going to get the most snaps. He's going to be the starter. But could it be like 60-40 between him and, and Scott? I think you could end up seeing that. And as far as like you're saying, like if you want to in, uh, invest in this year or just like hold on to the picks, I mean, you always want to win, definitely. But like – I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to invest in just like a, a number two or a number three receiver. If you're going to get somebody, get somebody that's really going to help. Yeah. Not just like you know what I mean. So and it, for multiple know, years too. Like well, get someone who's under contract. Or I something. mean, James Washington's 25 now. He's a free agent at the end of the year, but he's 25. He had five touchdowns last year. He had 700 yards two years before. I think he's a perfect example of what they need. Someone that's young, you can build with, but also has you know a somewhat proven track record of being able to contribute on Sundays. Well, let's hope. I mean, it's going to be interesting. We got a Thursday is the day that we get to see some more stuff. So should we'll be interesting for sure. Simone, great call, and you're right. It's going to be fascinating to actually see those guys not just you know in a practice setting. For the well, it'll also time. be interesting to see how much Tyranny plays them. There's only that three too. games this year, yeah. uh, and you know he's a new head coach, so we'll see. Let's go to Ooh Kenny from the Dirty Thirty. What is up, brother? How are you, sir? Good guys. Uh, first off. Uh, Heading down to the Phillies game, go Phils. Nice. Really exciting. Phils. Yes, it should be awesome down there, Kenny. It looked yep. awesome last night. It felt like 
for the first time all year, there was some real energy in that building. The Harper home run was like a special moment. Yeah, well, they cool. had like 30,000 down G- there, right? Kyle Gibson. By the way, I've not gotten a chance to say, already my favorite Philly. Like, how much fun is that guy? Like, he's so into it. It's like it. a great pickup. And and got out of some jams. Like, that mm-hmm. base is loaded, no outs, was clearly, it, they end up winning 4-2. to two, A massive moment in the game, and I, I still don't know how he got out of it, Kenny. Hopefully somehow rub off a Nola, because we need him, man. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it, buddy. Gosh. Um... All right, can we get on to the uh, Eagles now? Please. Let's do it. Um, so I, I had this very intelligent question, and I had all this stuff I wanted to ask. But first off, uh, Mr. Tom from Abington, you maybe feel like I need to jump in front of a, a bus right now. Dude, we are better at every single position. Last year we won four games. We're going to win more than four games. We're better at quarterback, wide receiver, offensive line, D-line, D-back, hell, even linebacker. We're going to be better. Yeah. Everybody. Get with it. We're going to be better. Last year was an anomaly. Carson is gone. That Howard is gone. So I I agree with you. I agree with you, Kenny. I just have to be honest. As someone that's seen this team practice, it's looked ugly so far. But I think your assessment overall is correct. The quarterbacks, it'd be hard to get worse quarterback play than they got from Carson last year. And I think they'll be better at every other position. But so far in camp, the offense does not look good. Well, that's why it's camp. There you go. That's why it's practice. Yep. August. They still got a month to get everything straight. Kenny, and it'll I, come. Look, Offense I, always comes I, I, definitely, I definitely think they'll be better than four wins. Like I said, I have them around seven. But I think we're doing that thing every year. We always talk about it. Every year we're like, oh, it gets close to the season. Yeah. We start seeing train camp and everyone's like, ho, ho, let's go. We're going to win ten games. Like, I do it. I, I'm, well, you're I'm, doing it right now. But be, I'm yeah. not. That's the point. Well, I'm but you realizing. had them at, like, four or five wins. Like, well, you know. that was before the offseason. Yes, I that's fair. I thought they had a solid yeah. offseason. I'm at six or seven. I'm not, like, going crazy. I think we have a, 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 a tendency to talk ourselves into stuff, Kenny, at this time of year. Well. I, but it's the only way to do it, James. It's the only way, the you only know. Way. Yeah, it's the only way to so, live life. So go with my theory here to see what you think of it. Okay. The reason why they have not named Jalen Hurts the starter is because the last time they handed the keys to the kingdom over to a young person, he he, he totally bleeped the bed. I, so I, I agree. Th- you're going to the practices. You see that Hurts is out there with the ones. We all know he's the starter. Yeah. But they're just not going to say it because they don't want to annoy a young guy and make him think that he's all high in the hog. Make him earn it. Kenny, great call, man. It's always a pleasure talking to you. I, I, I definitely think that's part of it. I do. I've said I, it before. But, I, I but think we, we both think that they're interested in Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah. We both think yeah. they're not sold on Jalen Hurts fully. So, like, I think it's part of it. But I also think part of it is that the Philadelphia Eagles do not believe in Jalen Hurts like they fully don't. Like, and, they're not but, all in but, on Jalen Hurts. I think that's okay, though. I don't think that's a problem. I don't think they should be all in on Jalen Hurts. He's not proven it yet. I like him. You like him. We think he's going to be good. But you don't have to hand him the keys to the kingdom yet, like Kenny said. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where do you stand on this Eagles team? A tough day at training camp, but Elliot's still ready to double down. Not jumping ship yet. And uh, to try and win a, de- a bad division, are you more worried about the future? Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Short Park. James Seltzer with you till three. Leading off after that, Phillies baseball. Phillies Mets. 405. We'll get to that later. Let's continue taking calls on the Eagles and the Phillies if you want to get in on that. Let's go to Cherry Hill and talk to Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, what's going on? So, probably the worst thing that could happen to this team would be to win the division because it's only mm-hmm. going to take eight or nine wins. And the difference between draft picks and making the playoffs with eight wins and missing the playoffs with eight wins is enough to just not make it worthwhile. They're going to go out in the first round anyway. 
Well, so I, I, I disagree with that. I'll let you finish, but I do strongly disagree. Go ahead. Well, I mean, you guys got to be practicing. It's, it's the same calculus that you had at the end of last season. I mean, it's a question that if you're not going to win the Super Bowl, why? I'm not saying tank the season by any stretch. Look, if they win 10 games, it's great. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's going to happen. And so yeah. if you're going to win eight, I'd rather win eight and get a you know a top 15 pick than win eight and end up with a top 25 or a top 20 pick. Yeah, so, you, so it doesn't you seem – you, you, you don't think play. playoff experience matters? Not for this team. But Everything why? Because, they did. But, but why? Oh, because, because, okay, go ahead. Because there's a whole thesis to this. Okay. Everything they did in the offseason was about 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was clearing cap space. It was seeing what they have. There was no intent to winning the Super Bowl in 2021 with the off. If you look at what they did in the offseason, assuming you know, they had a plan. Yeah, I agree. So giving up assets to make this team marginally better. So you're going to give up a two or three for a wide receiver that maybe wins you an extra game? Makes no sense, especially when you get the cut down. There's going to be somebody available to you on a one-year deal. That's going to bring you know veteran leadership to the the locker room. To, I agree, a veteran receiver would would help. But you don't need to give up assets. Well, I think it depends. No one, I think no it depends on the asset. You're right. Like I would rather give up a three than a two. I'd rather give up a four. So I I, I get your point that when it comes to trading high level draft picks, and I think second round picks definitely high level. Third probably still is, but it's it's not not as much. Yeah. Obviously, I agree with you. I don't just want to hand these assets out, but it sounds like where we disagree is. I do believe you need to try to help make Jalen and Nick Sirianni successful this year because the best outcome for this team is Jalen Hurts being good, flat out. Because if then in 2022, to your point, they do have a lot of assets to turn things around. And I also actually think having all those assets makes being bad this year less important because – so let's say they get in at eight wins uh, to the playoffs, they lose in the first game, they end up drafting 21st. Or let's say they win five or six games, they don't get in and they're picking 10th or 11th. You can move up from ten or eleven pretty easily because of the the extra picks you wow. have. So I think that collecting all these assets kind of protects them uh, against them getting in with a bad record. Well, I think you actually made my point because you you can move up to some place if if you decide that Jalen Hurts isn't the answer. If you've got the ten and the assets you have gets you to you know, three yeah, or two. four. Yeah, or You're not going to get there from 21 or 22. But, but, but if they make the playoffs, See, chances call. are good Jalen Hurts is the answer. I mean, if they're in the playoffs, and I, get, I know it can, you know, play out a thousand different ways, but if they're in the playoffs, I don't, I, I don't believe they'll be looking to draft a quarterback. Right? I mean, if you get into the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I mean, it depends. It really. I guess if you get in on the back of the defense, but it just yeah, doesn't happen again, very often. Where, look, it could be a, a thing where Jalen Hurts gets them in on their on his legs most predominantly or whatever, and that's not the type of quarterback they Maybe. want long-term or something they believe in. Though They could look at him and say, hey, this was good, but, but that's not going to work forever or mm-hmm. whatever. There are scenarios, but I agree. Generally, if they win 10 games, make the playoffs, it's probably because he played better. Yeah. And and is going to earn himself a shot past that two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to Jersey, talk to Charlie. Hey Charlie. Hey guys, how are you? Love hey, what's going on, man? Um, wanted to talk about one hundred percent Phillies, if that's all right. Um, yes, please. So, yeah. So, I mean, I'm definitely pumped. Um, I think it's been so long um, since we've had like meaningful like division rival games. Um, I mean, I know it's only August, but like this is this is great. This is exciting. Like this is why we got Harper. Yep. Like he's he's fully on board. You know, when, even when you compare like 
how Harper prepares and how he's on the field versus like Ben Simmons. Like, come on, Ben Simmons. Like, like that's just even more of a contrast with why Ben needs to go. Like, Harper is Philly in and out. Like, he is great um, having an MVP year. But I do have a couple reservations. Like, let's be honest, if Nola doesn't show up, they're not going to win the division. Um, and he's choked in September. And along with the rest of the team, I think a lot of the pressure is on him if he wants like he's not the ace, but he needs to be um, a number two. He needs to prove that he's the reason that they'll propel into the playoffs. Like I get their defense, I get their uh, their bullpen. You know they have Achilles heels, but you know Nola is the face of the team. Like he's the leader. Well, he's supposed to be the leader. I, 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 and forgetting even the leader part, I, like forget that. Like it, he is the X factor player. I agree with you. Like if you talk about the first half yeah. to the second half of the season and. If you look at the team and say one guy can make a massive, massive difference, it's Aaron Nola because if he can even just pitch to to being not even like ace, you know, former non-ace, ace Aaron mm-hmm. Nola, but just being, like you said, a, a clear number two for this team, which is what he's done the majority of his career has been like a solid two, you know, borderline one. It yeah. changes everything for this team. It changes the whole complexion. He's pitching to a mid four ERA. Well, and Char- Charlie's right that yeah. with Nola, what's concerning about Nola is he always comes up small in big spots. Like even early on in the season, if it's a game that's somehow been deemed important, he seems to never pitch at his best. I wasn't surprised at all that you know these yeah. two days ago when he pitched that he didn't pitch well. It just yeah. well, I don't well, sadly. Trust Nola. I, don't, I don't think any of us were surprised no. at this point this season. Last year they only had, and it was all Nola's fault, but I believe he pitched the last game of the year. They had to win one game yep. in Tampa last year, yep. and they lost. I think they lost what seven out of eight. They seven had to win one eight. of those yeah. eight games. That's correct. They choke in September, so it is on Nola. I think a lot of it's on Hopkins and Girardi. They've been here a while. They know what it is, how September they fall. But I also just wanted to have one question, then I'll hang up. Like for the Phillies to make the playoffs this year, I think it's crucial, more important than for the Eagles to make the playoffs. You need to get Hoskins. You need to get Real Muto experience in the playoffs. That's valuable. I don't think they're going to go far in the playoffs, let's be honest. But, like, you, you need that playoff experience because this team is old. They're not going to be around yeah, for much Charlie, longer. So, uh, like, you got to get the young players, like, foam and everyone that experience. Charlie, great call. And and I 100% agree. It's, it's both playoff experience and just, like, the winning culture here. I mean, we've talked about it. I mean, Nick Pavetta goes up to Boston and is like, huh. Right. Just need to be around winners, man. People who know how to win. Like, it has been a long time since we've had a winning culture here in Philly. And also, I do think it's extra important because of how this team is built. It's not a bunch of guys who came up together and won together in the minors and learned how to win together and know each other and all that. It is a lot of pieces taken from other spots. And it, it feels like this group of guys is finally starting to learn how to win together. And I do think that is important. And again, I think it's super important for Bryce Harper because, and I don't mean this as, as a shot at Bryce in any way, but like, let's be real. How long is Bryce going to stay here if they're not making the playoffs? Yeah, He's not. Sure. And, and at a certain point, it might make sense to trade him. But, but ultimately, I think showing Bryce that this team can win if he plays well enough i think is super important let's go to florida and talk to our buddy jacory hey pal hey guys what's going on what up man good to talk to you good man good it's been well i'm sorry i missed you guys yesterday oh good. Um, I, had some, I had something to do i did some uh scouting for y'all i went to the bucks uh training camp okay oh, buddy what'd you see do you see any receivers eagles could uh go out there and get um no not really might be you know <laughs> I don't know, a linebacker or offensive lineman, but um, I had a good time. I nice. got Antonio Brown's gloves, though. Sweet. Good stuff. Yeah, Sounds like it was fun. So what do you want to say on the birds, Ja'Cory? Um, Okay, so I agree with y'all. I think we do need to add a piece, but no at the same time. Like, 
I do want to get a veteran wide receiver, but I don't want him to take really take snaps from like the young guys because I do want to see Devontae Smith. I do want to see Jalen Rager. I want to I want to see Quez Watkins. Yep. Like I see you know Elliot and the guys you know reporters y'all going crazy about Quez Watkins, and I really want to see him. Um, I really want to say this. This is really interesting. I just had to saw it um early this morning. I was looking at the tweets and watching the live practice on YouTube. I was thinking. I know you guys have said Josh Sweat has had a good camp and Derek Barnett has a good camp. I'm thinking we should put Brandon Graham as a situational pass rusher, take some of his snaps away, and put in Derek Barnett and Josh Sweat as the you know the same the time. start and defensive end, and let Brandon Graham be the situational you know pass rusher on third down or those key downs. So, you know, Sweat can get his No, his it's, snaps. An, it's an interesting – Barnett can get his snaps, and yeah. Graham can stay healthy, Corey, stay in the rotation. Yeah, really interesting thought. Great calls always, buddy. Look, they, they move Brandon Graham inside quite a bit, so I do think there will be times where he's inside and you have a different edge. Now, from what I've seen out there, it looks like they're both predominantly – you know, practicing on the one side. So yeah. I don't know how difficult it would be to move over. But, yeah, I like the idea of getting the team's best rushers out there. Josh Sweat has been their best rusher. Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Brandon Graham, I think those four can be really good. We'll have to see it from Barnett. But, yeah, if he's playing well and you can move Graham inside or even, you know, take him off every once in a while so his legs are fresher throughout the year, I think that's only a yeah, positive. Yeah, look, we, and, and I, he's never going to play more than Graham, and nor should he. Graham's better than Derek Barnett. But, mm-hmm. look, you've talked about a lot. We've seen with Fletcher Cox the last few years where – when you don't get those blows throughout games, when you are playing ninety percent of the snaps, ninety five percent of the snaps, it wears on you. Yeah. So they I, do have depth. They do have good depth on the. They defensive can rotate, line. and yeah. that then we all remember twenty seventeen. That was a big part of, of mm-hmm. that defensive line success. Two one five five nine two ninety four and ninety four. Tell you to change. It's Go Birds Radio, and remember the Park Sportsbook is the official sportsbook partner of the real. Sports fan, golf's in full swing, baseball's in full swing. You can bet it in all. Baseball, golf, MMA, and so much more. Live in-game play-by-play betting lets you bet while you watch, and it is a wild ride with wild swings and opportunities to make money. It's the only sportsbook got backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania and the only one that we here at Go Birds recommend. You can bet on the money line as it changes during the game on the Park Sportsbook app and bet on individual player performances as they happen. Baseball, bet hits, home runs, pitcher strikeouts, every inning golf. You can bet on match winners. You can bet on leaders after each round and so much more. Or you can always bet on the classics, spreads, parlays, props, teasers, and over-unders. And, and it's just so much more fun having some action on these games. It's so much more fun to watch. It's so much more fun to be invested and it's fun to win money. And here's the deal. New customers, if you sign up right now, you get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com forward slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Your risk-free bet is refunded and site credit. The website has all the details. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore, Parks, James Seltzer, one hour down, one hour to go. Phillies Mets. Coming up, playoff type baseball. It's very exciting. It's very fun to have Ranger Suarez on the hill today. A little less exciting, but you know, (laughs) we'll see. I'm happy it's Wheeler tomorrow, though. For the yeah, uh, that's huge. Having Wheeler going in this series is big, facing his old team, all that. It should be super, super fun. And look again, like 
if Wheeler wins tomorrow, they win the series no matter what happens tonight, which is why winning last night was so important. Yeah. Well, it was good to sweep. set the series off with yeah, a win, too. Totally. Keep the, keep the confidence going. Keep the momentum going. Totally. Totally. It was big. And six in a row. Six in a row for the first time since 2018. Do you think that Bryce home run last night was his signature moment as a Philly? Yeah, well, I think it's that or the the Grand Slam against the Cubs. Those right. are the two. No, and but the Grand Slam against the club, the, the Cubs wasn't really for anything, right? Or were they well, early no, they enough? Were in it. No, they it were still, still in it. They okay. were still in it then. Right. It was not over. They were still in it. It was exciting. They were in it. but but And it was a walk-off, too. Right, so, Grand Slam. But I, yeah. I, think, I think last night's homer was his most important homer yeah. situation. Again, because, like, despite the fact that, look, they were in it. I mean, they were in first place in 2018 in August. Heading into August, they were in first place. Like they yeah. were in it in 2019. Obviously, we just talked about how last year, which was a sham of a season that I refuse to recognize. Anyway, they, they still blew it though. They still blew it. They still had a chance for some reason, even though they they really have yo-yoed around 500, under, over, under, over, and just been around there. And now four games over, six straight. Like for some reason, this feels so much more real to me. And probably because the division is so bad, mm-hmm. you were worried about wild cards before, and it was a little more. You know, you get one game to to prove yourself. But this feels a lot more real this year. Now, look, at the, I think part of it's because at the end of last year, they clearly ended terribly, right? Lost, seven, yeah, of lost seven of eight. Whereas now, it feels like they're getting hot at the right time. But how many how many games left, roughly? Uh, so we just passed the, the two-thirds point of the season. So they're like 53, 52 okay. left. So, still, so yeah, still. we are about two-thirds of the way through the season. Right. So Getting hot at the right time. Yeah, buddy. 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones and go to Tennessee. Justin, what up, brother? What's happening, fellas? How y'all doing this fine Saturday evening? What up, man? Good to hear from you. Hey, good to hear y'all, man. I was I was wanting to call last week when you had Drew on there with you, Elliot, but we were traveling. Oh, and, good. Uh, I, I, I wasn't wasn't able to call, but I was listening. I, Rube, I appreciate Rube's that. the best. Thank you to Rube for bringing. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, Rube. Rube, he's he's a nice one, buddy. I, yeah, I like. I'm that. a fan of Ruben Frank personally. <laughs> Well, we're a fan of Rubens in general. Sandwiches, dogs. Yes, my drink. dog. You're right. My dog is named Ruben. I, I am a partial to Rubens. You are correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on on this depth chart, I got a question for you. Yep. How deep do you think they're going to go at tight end with this? Uh, I, I I can never remember this kid's Tyree name. Tyree Jackson. Tyree Jackson. Yeah. Yes. The so I mean, camp. you've got Goddard, you've got Ertz, you've got Rogers. I mean, are they going to go four deep? They could. I mean, look, I think Tyree Jackson has been, if you just dropped somebody in a practice and they knew nothing about any of the players on offense, you would say, oh, I guess Tyree Jackson's their best player. <laughs> like, that's how good he's looked. He looks the part. He's, I think he's 6'7". He has super long arms. He's super fast. And what's really impressive about him is, well, super fast for someone that's 6'7". But what's, what's impressive about him is he is a former quarterback, but his hands might be the best part of his game. I mean, he catches everything thrown his way. He'll, he makes contested catches. He'll go up for the ball, which obviously with his height is a big advantage for the quarterback. So he's been awesome. You cannot cut Tyree Jackson. Like, no, period. You have got yeah. to keep him on the roster. So to your question is then what do they do? I think they could go four deep. Uh, obviously the Ertz thing remains up in the air. I do think he'll be here, but clearly if they trade him, then you know it's easy. You just go with the three. But if you go with four, you could go light at running back. You could go light at receiver. I think Tyree Jackson deserves a roster spot more than the back end of the depth chart at receiver and the back end of the depth chart at running back. You've got to keep him on the team. That's that's what I was thinking because I've heard I've heard and read nothing but good things about about this young man. Yeah, he looks the part, man. He he looks he looks really good. I think they could have a steal on their hands. 
and I, I want to do one more thing. Then I, I want to say something about the fields because James is my boy, and the fields are, and gotcha. you know, Fritz is my boy, and they're fields guys. So anyway, yep. I think I think Barnett, if they're going to a, I don't know that they're going to a base three four, but if they're going to run a lot of three four, mm-hmm. I think this could help Barnett coming from a stand up position because when he was at Tennessee, he got a lot of sacks from like a stand-up position, kind of like they did with Chris Long the year we won the Super Bowl, where Long would just stand up on that edge. I think that could be a huge thing for Barnett, so watch out for that this year. No, it's a good point. That's why you're our guy from Tennessee, man. You're bringing that. I'm going to use that and pretend I came up with it, so I appreciate (laughs) it. Hey, go ahead. I co-sign. Go ahead, brother. I don't care. Uh, The thing about the fields, Jack, Jack has got to keep running. Yes. He's got to do it solo. Run, run, Fritz, run. Run Fritz, run, run Jack, run. I know he said he said his wife was wanting to kind of go with him. Uh, this is what I want to say. Sometimes a man has to go it alone. Mm. And this Wednesday, my man Jack will do the eight minute, eight minutes. I think eight it's minute mile. Yep, seven, I think it's going to be seven minutes and fifty seconds. I don't mm. care how hot it is. He's going to power through just like your fields. We're going to power through, and y'all are going to have a red October. And I'm going to be cheering for you. Y'all know I'm a Red Sox fan, but, hey, I love you boys, and I'm cheering for the Phils as my secondary team. So, hey, Phils are going to sweep this weekend, too. I think I, I like think it. they're going to sweep. Love so, it, Justin. I'm going to get off. I'm going to sit here on the porch swing, keep listening to you boys. Love you, man. Love you, Justin. You're the best. I, I thought that was an outstanding call. Yeah. Just a tad too much Fritz love. All right, so, let's, let's, let's talk it about it really quick. With the Fritz love. What do you think the chances are? I get enough are? Jack Fritz every day as it is. Yes, all right? you do. Let's That's go. true. So, no, for those that I'm don't a, know, I'm a Fritz fan. I'm Jack a Fritz is going to attempt to run an eight-minute mile this yes. Wednesday. What do you think? I think he gets it. I, I actually, an eight minute mile is hard. I, I so Jack is Jack is a competitive person. You wouldn't know it if you just. Oh, I know him. he's competitive. Jack yeah. is competitive, and I think he's practiced enough now where he's gotten himself into the point where he knows what a mile is. He knows how hard he has to push himself and all that. I think it'll be close. I don't think he's crushing an under eight minute mile, but I think to Justin's point, he's in the seven forty five, seven fifty range. So, I think he gets it just barely. To me, he might like I, he might collapse after because he pushed it too hard at the end and like be like, and it's going to be hot, a mess. Yeah, but I think he gets there. Has he said what his time is? Like, has he said what he's running right now? I th- I I could be wrong. I feel like he tweeted like seven forty five one time or something like that. I don't know. I think if he, f- I would be surprised if he finishes under ten minutes. Under ten. Yeah, that's my prediction. Whoa. An eight minute mile is not easy. It's I run not that four, hard though. When's like, the la- I I run four or five I have times not a week. I've run in a while, but yeah. like I used to be able to run like a seven minute mile, seven and a half minute mile, and I've never been a big runner guy. Right, but, but like if you just run for a mile, like it's going to be under eight minutes. If you run. no, it's really not. I, we'll see, and I hope he does it. I'm rooting for him. He is a competitor. You're right, but I look when I go out and I try to run an eight minute mile, and I will say definitively, I'm in better shape than Jack Fritz. <laughs> <laughs> that it's it's not it's not as easy as you think. Like you actually have to push yourself the entire time to get an eight minute mile. Wow. All right. Look at this. I to be fair, never ever run. I work I work out on like elliptical step right. thing that we have in our basement. I've not run in years. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I, think you just wa- step up and run an eight minute mile. Yet, it's gonna be harder I'm than you think. Still gonna say he's gonna do it. Why right. not? I hope Let's he does, man. It. I'm rooting for him. To um, are you really though? Is yeah, I, I, say, I look. I like to see Jack or? win, man. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to Glassboro and talk to Black Gritty. What up, Bo? Man, I'm in these streets. I can do an eight-minute mile if you put a dog or the boys a blue line. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise oh, it might be an eight-day mile. You know what I'm right. saying? I could walk a mile. I know yeah. that. I'm a good walker. 
and the real issue is the heat. Like, depending on how hot it is, like it does different. That yeah, it's is. way it's harder really, to run it's outside. It's a really good point. It's a really like, good if it, point. If it was, if it was today, you die. The humidity is just sucking air. Look, from you. I think it's if so, you put Fritz you know. on a treadmill and set it to eight minutes, he could do it. Yeah, I think running outside in the heat point. is way harder than. This is than an yep. interesting be. angle on it. Yep. I don't yeah. know. And let's be real, Jack not in the best shape. Right, so that's fair. He's a pitcher. He's in a shape, you know what I mean? Just like me. My shape is round. I bring the keg, <laughs> not the six pack. You know what I'm saying? I bring the party. I mean, y'all light drinkers. Y'all got a six pack. I got a keg out here. Anyway, oh, let's talk about this. So, all the size groups again, are you an investigative reporter kind of guy? Shore Parks? Are you like a guy that like does investigations? I try. Um, yeah, I try. Okay, I, I need you to do me a favor. All right. I want to know, like, what the training staff is. Oh, you're breaking up. What are you saying? You went in and out. Are you there? Oh, no. Uh, let's investigate into what happened there. Yeah. We're, we're, are you there, Oh, All right. We're going to put him on a hold. We're going to see if Dan can talk to, to Owen, see if we can get him back in a good spot for now. Let's go to Ardmore and talk to our buddy, Anthony. Yo, Ann. Yo, Seltzer, ESP, what's up? What's going on, man? Good to hear from you. Yo, man, yo, this is one of the best Go Bird pod uh, shows. Uh, listen... Stations I've listened to for a while because the fills are in it. Yeah. And ESP, don't ever let anyone question you about football again. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. 11 and 4. And I also bring up this. I like the fact that uh, Sirian is never a player. It's always brought up coach. Yeah. Carson had an all right year. Killed it the second year, twisted his whatever. Say Jalen Hurts doesn't do that, but gets better at throwing the ball. And that guy, that six seven guy, ESP, if they let him off the team, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Yeah, they got to keep him, man. You can't put him through waivers. They got to keep Tyree Jackson on the roster. Yeah, they do. They do. Agreed. And I'm sorry, Stalker. I, 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 I had to hang up on you. The past three and, times you had and, me on hold. You never, ever, ever have to apologize to me, buddy. Ever. It's all. Yeah, good. I know. Appreciate it. But you, uh, I'm on my way out to Pittsburgh, so I thought I I just had to give you a call and let you know I still love you, boys. Nice. My man. Aunt, you're the man, you dude. The Thank you for calling in. Be safe out there. Hit us up when you get back. Always a pleasure hearing from Anthony and Armour. It looks like Black Gritty is back and ready to go. You there, Black Gritty? There we go. I was running uh, through the woods. Uh, I mean, right, so the dogs were, was after me. It sounded, it sounded like you were saying, "Don't." I can't make that joke. I have a scar on my face. So. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. All right, uh, you were talking about the training staff. Go. Yeah. So the the training staff and the medical staff. Like, is there like a company that we hire, or do they like hire individuals like to become the Eagle staff? It's it's a bit of a a mixture. I would like, like they definitely work with doctors that have other jobs, but then they have full time guys as well. So it's it's a bit of a mixture. Man, we need we need a new staff. I'm I, I'm so worried about our injuries and the way the guys train and the way that they get in shape. Like, can we hire like Tom Brady's guy or like like LeBron's well, guy? Look, it seems like, like they're doing different. <laughs> yeah, right. It seems like they're doing different things this year. The practices, although intense, have been shorter. Uh, okay. I do think that's in response to that. So you know, at to a certain point, the doctors. I mean. Like, there's not much they can do. Like, players are going to yeah. get hurt, and they're going to heal on their own pace. I think when the doctors, it more comes down to, you know, correctly diagnosing it and stuff like that. So I think the doctors get a little too much of the criticism when it comes to this team's injuries. I understand it's their job to keep them healthy, but they, they really have no control over it. And, and that, that's what I was about to trans. Maybe it's just the water. I mean, it's good for bagels and not bones. 
And yeah, so, I mean, like, I, look, I mean, team players get hurt all over the league, you know? Like, it's just, oh, I, yeah. you know what I'm saying, though, but you get yes. the, just the general feel of Philadelphia is our guys get hurt more often and get hurt, stay hurt longer. Yes. It yes. feels like, like, I'm not, I'm not making it up, right? Like, no, you feel that no, general. I'm perception. with you. Well, look I'm at the offensive you. line last year, right? They had a yeah. ton of injuries. So, yeah. And I'm like, right. so, you know, just investigate it for me. I mean, give me some. I will. Notes I'll look into it for you. He's like your editor. He's giving me an assignment. Hey, hey, hey. Somebody got to put the guy to work without that little, little stuff he's putting on the internet. He just tweets a little bit, talks on the radio. I mean, is he even working out there? When you get the interactions I do, you don't have to tweet much. When he hits, when he hits, Enter, he does that evil villain giggle and stuff because the internet's going to go off. Like, looks over at someone next to him and is like, watch this. Yeah. Well, someone's got to tell the truth yeah. out on those hey, internet streets, man. Uh, love you, baby mama. Love you, Troll Park. My and man. as always, go birds! Go birds. Oh, you're the best. BlackGritty.com. You know, so far, I'm thinking about the team's injuries in camp this year. I mean, Devontae Smith, obviously not great. Brandon Brooks, I mean, not yeah, great not to have great them an, injured. An understatement. Right. If we could have chosen one Eagles player. Yeah. Who, if we had magic abilities to say, all right, we can choose one player and they will not get hurt in camp, every Eagles fan would have picked Devontae Yeah. Smith. I mean, I think Jason Kelsey <laughs> might have been the smart decision. Yeah. But, yes, I agree. I mean, but the good news is none of the injuries that they've suffered, that they've dealt with so far appear to be serious, right? I mean, you think about That's this time. News. This time last year – uh, Lane Johnson wasn't practicing with an injury that Javon ended up Hargrave, needing surgery. Javon like, Hargrave. Sees him as submarine by that Brandon one. Brooks, Miles Sanders. So they, they were dealing with more serious injuries last year. 215-592-9494. Let's talk to my buddy, Billy T in Princeton. Billy. Sir James and Elliot, great show. Uh, I'm in. You got to comment on the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course the Phillies. Con- I know. And Trust me, I know. Of course the Phillies. Hey, I think it's foolish talk that I don't want the team to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. and one of the past callers just yeah, made the I would, Billy. I, I agree with you. I wouldn't go that far. I'm just saying my my thing is not don't make the playoffs. I don't want them in the playoffs. It's just not like uh, make that your top priority with this group. But I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, and uh, I I think let these guys let these young guys grow up on the field, and uh, and that. Playoff experience is all part of that. And look, my so, first choice if I'm running the team, yeah, I want to see Quez Watkins get snaps. I want to see Devontae Smith, Jalen Reger, you know, uh, Greg Ward, still relatively young. I do want that at receiver. My only thing is if if you go into the year with these guys and you count on them and it doesn't go well right off the bat, it's in you're in for a long year. So I want to give them the chance. I agree with that path. But you need to have a better backup plan than they have right now. They need to bring in a veteran they feel they can count on if things don't go right with the younger players. It hats off to uh, our GM over in the Phillies. He made it. That, it appears to be an excellent trade. I really enjoy watching Gibson. Oh, uh, Billy, how about like having a guy who's like animated and into it? And like, <laughs> yep. it was so fun watching this guy pitch. He got RBI single, too. It was like, there's nothing he couldn't do. Yep. Yep, and you know he works the plate. He works the hitters. Yep. He's always around the plate. He was a little wild the other night or yesterday, but um, he he's a tremendous addition. And now we have four, and maybe now five solid starters. Yeah, and it look it looks like the kid that had the uh, Tommy John surgery. Sir Anthony, that was so. uh, Look, I you know enough about baseball, Billy, to know that like we can't count on that, and that guys can look good and they come back, and the control's not there and all that. But if like that's the kind of thing that we have not talked about at all, if he can come back and give them something, because he's a he's a damn good pitcher when healthy, Sir Anthony Dominguez, or at least has been in his you know major league experience. 
That would be I, massive if they had another guy you could count on that pen. Without a, without a question. But you know one thing we're not hearing? Nobody's giving the manager any credit. You know, he no, gets his fair. ass beat. On, yeah, that's fair, not, Billy. I know. I, 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 honestly, I knew you would, you would be. I was waiting for you to uh, be like, well, we're all the Girardi haters now. Yeah, that's right. And I think this team is taking on his personality. Yeah, I, Billy, I will say, and I've been very down on Girardi, as you know, you yep. like credit when due. You got to be fair. Like this team has turned it around. They're playing tougher. They fight, and and I don't know if it's all because of Girardi, but you certainly can't well, say he, that none of it is. He making like to you guys I, managerial decisions no, that are sticking think, out because early in the year he was making bad decisions. Well, I think like, I still think his his management of the bullpen and granted the options are not great, but I think his management of the bullpen has still been bad. Like mm-hmm. I am not turning the corner on that. <laughs> But to Billy's point, I do think that they are playing a different brand of baseball, and you got to give him some credit he, for that. He didn't know who he had in the bullpen. Yeah, I, so he's he's still, I think he's still messing up the bullpen, though, Billy. Like, bringing Kennedy in in a 9-5 game to throw two pitches the other night was crazy. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't agree with that. Yeah. But, but still, by and large. Um, he's done a much he better was, job. He's done a much yep, better job. Yep, yep. Hey, great show, fellas. Billy, always Appreciate a pleasure, it. my friend. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's exciting to have like meaningful Phillies dude, baseball back. Dude, yeah. dude, it is so good. exciting. Like yeah. it is, it is like I, I feel like something inside me that has been sleeping for a long time waking up and remembering well, how fun it the, is to have a the team Girardi that thing too is interesting because you know I heard this is the first call I've heard bring it up in terms of Girardi was getting ripped earlier in the year and I think rightfully so. Deserved, there were a lot of yep. really bad you know. Decisions he made that were just completely avoidable, like yep. the thing where he had you know the wrong players on the lineup card or yep. whatever, and yep. all those things, yep. like going out to the uh, Mallard, having yes. a pull wheeler from the game. Yep. So yeah. he was making those type of mistakes, and I don't know, you know, you, I'll say, it, you know more about baseball than me. I know more than Jack Fritz, but you know, you know, uh, <laughs> you know more than me. And so I don't, you know, I agree with you. The bullpen management still has still not been great, but ultimately he does deserve credit because what you do hear a lot of callers say is this team does fight and they don't give up. And I think that that does have to do with Girardi. Absolutely. Again, I can't rip him for all this stuff early on and then not turn around right now and, and give him some credit for this. There's I mean, no question. Gabe Kapp was doing an awesome job in San Francisco, but look at when he was a manager of this team, they always lost big games. Yep. They never came up big no, in big it's, spots. It's, it's, Girardi's a World Series winning manager, so I do think he deserves you know credit for that. Yeah, so. I agree. 215-592-9494. If Phillies calls, we'd love to take him. Phillies Mets coming up at 4.05 on this station. Phillies in first place by having half a game, have a chance to be a game and a half up at the end Unbelievable. Of Unbelievable. And, of course, Eagles, 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you, leading you up to Phillies Mets at 4.05. We're going to get to as many calls as we can before we get out of here. If you want to get in, 215-592-9494, talking Eagles and Phillies. Let's go back to the phones and go to University City and talk to Rich. Hey, Rich. We're talking about Eagles practice. That's what we're talking about. Yes, yes Eagles practice. We're talking about practice, Rich. <laughs> talking about practice. Talking about practice. That's all we Absolutely. got so far, man. That's all we got to go we got. Well, I'll, I'll tell you the key, um, you know, from a football standpoint, um, a strong rebuild of the offensive line gets it done. If the Eagles want to, you know, push the record to 10 and seven or better, it's all about the offensive yeah. line. In, in my mind, we get, we rebuild a strong offensive line from a football standpoint. That's uh, you know, that's, that's where yeah, it's at. And look, I think that's why, and I've said it all off season and honestly, training camp practices haven't made me change my mind yet. Like, 
this team's strength is going to be the lines. Their defensive line, I think, can be one, one of the best in the league. And their offensive line, if it stays healthy, will definitely be one of the best in the league. But I think that they do have some good depth on there. I mean, I think Nate Herbig has looked good. Matt Pryor, believe it or not, from what I can tell, has looked pretty good at guard. I, I think that uh, Jack Driscoll's a decent backup tackle. So one positive from last year when all these guys had to take these snaps is I do think they have some good depth along the line. And if they have a good offensive line and a good defensive line, to your point, Rich, they're going to be a good team. Absolutely. That's, the, you know, from a football standpoint, uh, you know, if we can get it done on the line, then we're, we're headed uh, 10 and 7 or better, uh, you know, just based on that. So hopefully uh, from a football standpoint and for Eagles fans, hopefully that's uh, the case. Yeah. Uh, I, I did want to make another point, obviously, uh, you know, I love football and, uh, you know, I've loved football and the NFL football, you know, mm-hmm. always. But uh, I'll tell you, uh, it is my opinion that the Roger Goodell has to go. And I will pub and reference my page at NFL number four Christians. If uh, any of the folks who've read my page over the years, they know why he needs to go. I mean, once upon a time, we had some strong commissioners. If someone did something wrong, he would hold them accountable. Clearly, uh, Roger Goodell needs to do a better job. Rich, good call. Didn't think we'd yeah. get a fire Roger Goodell. No, nor a, call a, today. a random shout-out to the website, yeah. sure, I guess. Check, in check it out. Sure, just snuck that one in there. But, uh... Yeah, Roger Goodell's bad at his job. I think we can all agree oh, on that. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think the owners believe that. Well, he makes them a yeah, lot of money. And honestly, here's the thing. I'll tell you what. Like, I thought that Roger Goodell was, like, the worst commissioner ever. And then Rob Manfred came along. Yeah, there you go. And made Roger Could Goodell look a lot better at his job yes, than he is. Because yes, yes, Rob yes. Manfred is absolutely the worst commissioner out there. Yes. So, there you go. Did not expect that. No. But you never know with GoBirds. Radio. No, yeah, you could hear anything. Let's see if anyone else wants to pub their website. 215 <laughs> Let's go to Newtown and talk to Scott. Scott, you got a website you want to uh, shout out? Hey, James and uh, Elliot. Real pleasure to talk to you guys. Hey, I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Oh, my yes. Man. Thank you, Appreciate Scott. It. That is awesome, man. Definitely appointment listening for when I walk my dog Dawkins, named after my favorite all time. Oh, player. that's awesome, man. I too am a listen to pods while I walk my dogs guy, so I feel you on that. Very cool. Hey, I wanted to ask you guys um, on the wide receiver core. You've been talking about it a bunch today. Yeah. Um, assuming that uh, Smith, probably Rager, most likely Ward make it, who do you see um, that's on the roster now that makes the cut? So I, I agree with Wes, those. I think would be a lock with the Campy's heads up. Yeah, I think I think that Smith is obviously a lock. Rager's a lock. I think Quez is, is pretty much a lock. I think Travis Fulgham is a lock. Uh, he's been starting out there. He's had a decent camp. He has had a few drops, but compared to the other receivers, I think he's been at least involved and, and seems to be getting open. So I would say that those five are a lock. The sixth spot comes down to, look, do they keep a six? I think John Hightower, he, he's dealing with an injury now, and it looks like he could be out for quite a bit. So that's not great. Um, and then J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, former second-round pick. They've been putting him in the slot this year, which kind of gives him a little bit of versatility. Now you can debate – can he play either of the positions? Well, but and also not playing special teams and really he doesn't, hurts yes. him at this point in his career trying to make a roster. Yes, doesn't play special teams. So I would say that those five are locks, and then it'll come down to Hightower or Arcega Whiteside. And right now it would probably lean Arcega Whiteside just because he was a second-round pick. Do you feel they're going to keep six? Is that, is that what the number is for the season? I think they're definitely going to keep five, and if they keep a six, it would be either uh, J.J. Arcega Whiteside or John Hightower. Now, if they pick up somebody off of the waiver wire scrap heap or mm-hmm. trade for somebody like Washington, who, who gets who gets out? 
Uh, well, I think it would be there our Sega White Side or Hightower. But I also think, as much as I really like Greg Ward, I, I wouldn't. I think if there's a surprise cut at the position, he would be it. Because if you're going to play Rager at the slot, and then you also feel like JJ can go in there, they can put Smith anywhere. Ward can't play on the outside, and if you're keeping Ertz, he's going to be in the slot quite a bit. So I, I think cutting Greg Ward would be a mistake. But when you look at their receiving core, I'm not sure Ward has an elite level talent that maybe the others do in terms of speed and, and potential and that type of thing. So if they were to trade for a James Washington but then still wanted to keep J.J., I think Ward could be the, the surprise cut there. Okay. Hey, last question from um, uh, Elliot. From what you've seen in practice, well, yep. who do you feel is winning the left tackle battle? Oh, I don't even think it's close. I think Jordan Mailata is winning the battle. Uh, he's the better player every day. Um, when Dillard's out there, you know, there, there's times where the team drill starts and I'm, I'm looking at who's at receiver and I don't really look right away to see who's at left tackle until I see the quarterback under pressure and I'm like, oh, I guess it's Dillard. <laughs> like like Dillard, Dillard is not having a good training camp. It doesn't matter who he's going up against. He's still getting pushed back into the pocket. So I, I think my lot is clearly the better left tackle and I think he's winning the, the uh, you want to call it a battle anymore, but I think he's winning it. Can they get can they get any trade value whatsoever from Dillard? It's a good question. I mean, he's, he only makes I think around four million dollars, so I don't think it's the worst thing in the world just to hold on to him for uh, just to have as a backup. But I think if you traded him, you could get a late round pick. There'll be teams that'll that, that liked him a lot in the draft that'll convince themselves they uh they could go, that they could turn him around. And I think if you cut him, he would get picked up on waivers. So I think a team might just give you a conditional fifth or sixth, so they they don't have to risk that. Great, man. I, I really appreciate the high-quality work you guys are putting out there. Keep it up. Scott, thanks, appreciate you man. Calling. We really appreciate you listening and calling. We love when our pod listeners Love a good calling. pod listener. It also really love is. the few times out of practice people come up to me and said they're pod listeners. That's always it's very people. fun. Yeah, uh, I love people. I lo- if you are those people and you're listening right now, I love you. Call That's in. Matt. Yeah, call in, too. 215-592-9494. Speaking of calling in, one of the legend callers. I was wondering when you were going to oh, go to him. So excited. Uh, did not expect to see him on here. Does not call our show that often, but we get to go to the barbershop and talk to Tone. What up, Tone? Jimmy, Jimmy, what's going on, oh, buddy? A true pleasure, man. How are you? Ah, oh, well, you know, see, you guys are so popular, man. It's hard <laughs> to get through. <laughs> oh, nah, just let us know, you know when you want to get through I'm, and we'll get you in. I'm, I'm at work and I'm running between elevators trying to make a call and you know, I just enjoy listening if I can't get through. I appreciate it. But uh, I had a couple questions about the Eagles and one about the Phillies. All right. Uh, with the Eagles, I mean, I looked at the Hall of Fame game and I didn't really expect to see much and a lot of players didn't play. And I wonder how does that translate to what the Eagles are going to do Thursday, mm-hmm. you know, with the veterans having so many days off and you know, a big concern about guys that aren't getting in or this time of year trying to get into playing shape. Yeah, so uh, we have asked Nick Sirianni about that. He's not saying what he's doing yet. Um, what is interesting, though, that I, uh, Brandon Brooks, I believe, said that he plans on playing in a preseason game, so that would be a pretty good indication that you know the starters are going to get some time. I think the real interesting question, though, is what are they going to do with Jalen Hurts? You saw with Carson Wentz, they just stopped playing him in preseason games. Now, he had injury histories. He made more money, all those things. So I could see why, to a certain extent, they, they didn't play him. It'll be interesting to see how much they played Jalen. I think Jalen would benefit from being out there and getting these live reps. So it'll be interesting to see how Sirianni does it. New head coach. We'll see uh, what his approach is. Yeah, they, they got to play him. I agree. I, mean, I would play him. You yeah. know what I mean? Because, you know, he's got to get some mileage on his belt. Those four games last year was, wasn't enough. Well, and also with how the practices are going, I think it's really important that this offense, 
you know, hopefully get some success in these preseason games to feel good about themselves. I mean, they're just – they were so bad today. You know, I wonder if they have to start putting them against a second-team defense so they can get, get, get some uh, <laughs> confidence. Yikes. Going. Well, consistency. That's, that's the whole thing. You know, yep. repetition. I mean, you're going to miss guys and stuff like that, but you overcome that with consistency. Yep. Okay, you know, like like well, Soriani says. back on uh, those reps, too. It's, it's knowing you've done it, knowing the experience. It's kind of like the Phillies thing that I'm talking about right now with this team fighting back. It's that they've fought back in enough games now. They've had enough walk-off they can wins. believe enough, it. That they believe they can do it. And that is such an important part in sports. It really is. You know, the thing that sticks out to me, um, the question has been brought up a million times. Are you in? Are you out? Do you believe? And stuff like that. And um, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic from a distance because they haven't shown me enough. They beat up on bad teams they're Mm -hmm. supposed to, but they lost to bad teams too, a.k.a. Pittsburgh. I get it. I get it. But my thing is this, 7 and 17, what does that remind you of? Uh, The Mets in – Absolutely. Good job by you. Okay. Seven games of 17 to play yep. with the Mets. Yep. The year that Jimmy Rollins said, we're the team to beat. When the Marlins came yep. marching up 95 and just smacked them around. <laughs> well, this is not exactly the same thing with 17 to play. But <laughs> it is just amazing to me. It's amazing to me. You had the kid come out and give, give three ding-dongs in the beginning of the game, they win. They're down by six and they win. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 they don't have any pitching, and they win. So, you know, is that coincidence or is something really going on with this team? It's a great question, Tone, and, and I hope it's the latter. It certainly feels for the first time like there's something brewing. Like it whether feels they realize real good it, but, down there yeah. now. I mean, you can tell with the fans. You can tell with the players. And then, you know, Harper with the bomb in the yep. eighth. You know, these late-game heroics. Even, I mean, you know, you have three. Well, first of all, <laughs> that guy at third base got to go. Yeah, I don't know where you, where he's going to go, but, you, you know, put Torres over there or something because he, he's just a liability on the field. He is. He really is. No, Tone, I'm with you. Bohm can't play. The, certainly not when you get a ground ball pitcher going in Gibson. It's uh, He's bad there, man. He's really bad. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Eagles season. I'm always looking forward to the Eagles season, and everybody knows that, I'm a guy that I push all my chips to the middle oh, every know, single Tony. year. We know, brother. We know. We know. So the you know, I'm not going to hate on him or whatever. But Hurts really got to get some time. He's got to get in sync with his receivers. You know, overthrowing. Yeah. I, I think he deserves the reps. To, he deserves the reps to develop this year. We'll see if he gets it, but I think he deserves. Tone, call, I hope so. Call us during the season. Call us more often, man. It's always a pleasure when we hear from you. Oh, absolutely. Tone, all right, awesome. Really a pleasure. All right, guys. Tone, talk to you soon. 215-592-9494 from one legend to a budding legend certainly Trying. certainly gets under people's skin the one the only mad mike what up mike oh i, I like it i like that entrance but uh, i'm here <laughs> to, to, to rein in this positivity and just put an end to it shocker, first, shocker. Uh, no you first of all the phillies in a week everybody's gonna be like this team stinks the coach stinks i can't believe we bought in again we're so stupid because we're such a dumb fan base. This well, what makes you think that? Going. Tell me why you think they're not going to win it all season, Elliot. They're in first place right now. They've been better than the other teams for all season. And I hate this 
oh, just because we're in a bad division, we might make we might back yes! into the playoffs. Yes, they might it's make so it because of a bad division, Mike. It. Why I do you hate it. making yeah. the playoffs? Why are you so and, against it? And then and let's let's just jump over to the Eagles. Like just so but just so you know, Mike, just so you know, there are definitely people in New York, Mets fans, calling WFAN saying this Mets team, they're horrible. They have no chance. I don't like, care. I don't care. I'm I know. All right, go franchise. birds. What do you got on the birds? They, they stink. And you know what? There Howie Roseman, when Jalen Hurts fails, then we can go back and be like, well, Jalen Hurts was a bad pick. Jalen Rager was a bad pick. Andre Dillard was a bad pick. And then when Devonta is not good enough because he's undersized and too frail for this league doesn't work out. Elliot, how are you going to defend Howie Yeah, been? if every That's single thing breaks against the Eagles, you're <laughs> right. It won't be good. Tell me that, how all these bad picks that have led this team to be this middling, don't know, no direction team becomes. And this team stinks. And I'm sorry, this is going to be a crap year, and they're not going to go seven and ten. They're going to be like five and five and twelve. They're not. There's no magic here. The Phils have no magic. There's no magic. What magic fun isn't to real. Enjoy yeah, always fun to talk like, to just, Mike. Just, I mean, my my guy. If you're like, in a bad mood, talk to Mad Mike, and he'll make you feel better. And That's you know what? what? Magic is for Harry Potter, and Harry Potter's not real. So everybody, wow. knock it off, Mike. <laughs> This was hot today. Mike never Coming has any hot. reasoning for any of his arguments. No, He's just for bad. That's your I mean, only point. That's your only point. Historical fact points. What, what fact historical fact GM... points? Name them. Because you always just say they're a bad team. By the way, historical fact points? Yeah, not a thing. Not yet. Elliot. What? Go ahead. What? Our GM is the worst GM in the league. In it's every, just wrong, in though, Mike. It's just team, wrong. You can say it all you want, but it's not correct. Howie is it one is of the best. Okay. Well, then why? A bunch of monkeys. Just regular like monkeys could draft better than Howie Roseman. You could go to the Philadelphia Zoo, have a monkey. I like draft, that he clarified just regular monkeys, not yeah, like not special. super smart monkeys. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking like gorillas or you know intelligent ones. Like just a random <laughs> like monkey at the Philadelphia Zoo, just like an idiot monkey, not like a Reese's monkey or anything like that. Just an idiot would draft better than Mike, our idiot GM. Mike, always a pleasure, pal. Always a have pleasure. a good one. See you, buddy. Is pleasure the right word? Luck. Yeah, it's just, you know, he just always calls in and is like, they're just bad. Well, why? He yeah. never has any reason. Uh, next it. time, Mike, L- M- Mad Mike, next time you call in, I want a point-by-point break. Well, I want him I to want, stick yeah. to one point and debate that, not just <laughs> jump around whenever we, we push back and he has nothing else to say about it. 215 One more segment to go leading off after that. Phillies, Mets coming up at 4.05. And let me remind you one more time that the Park Sportsbook is the official sportsbook partner of the real sports fan golf's in full swing. Baseball is, too. You can bet on all. Baseball, golf, MMA, and so much more. Live in-game play-by-play betting lets you bet while you watch. It's a wild ride. Swings and, and super fun. The only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania. It's the only one we hear at Go Birds recommend. You can bet on the money line as it changes during the game on the Park Sportsbook app and bet on individual player performances as they happen. Baseball, bet hits, home runs, pitcher strikeouts, inning by inning, golf. You can bet on match winners, bet on leaders after a round and so much more. Or you can always bet on spreads, parlays, props, teasers, and over-unders. And and just when you have some action on these games, these games that you're going to watch anyway because we love sports, it just makes it so much more fun to watch. The app is fun. It's easy to use. It's intuitive. And here's the deal. New customers, if you sign up right now, you get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com forward slash PA 
and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet of up to $500. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. The website has all the details. Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Final segment for Elliot and I, leading off, coming up next, Phillies-Mets after that. Big game. Big game. Big game. Big game. A little more important than the Eagles practice yes. in terms of, uh, you know, stakes, I guess I would Very say. Very big game coming yeah. up today. Hopefully they do better than the Eagles did today. Yeah. Look, the Phillies have a chance to take a one-and-a-half game lead in the division. It's just, uh, well, technically, actually, it, what the crazy thing is they would take a one-and-a-half game lead over the Mets, but if the Braves won today, too, they would have a one-game lead over the Braves, and the Braves are in second, the Mets are in third. The Mets could be in third place. Well, I think this day. is obviously you want to win these games clearly right to build a lead but i also think if you can go out and sweep the mets that would be such a psychological blow to them totally to come in here totally. to lose first place to leave they'd leave what two and a half out i guess if the if the yes, phillies they sweep. Would, if the phillies sweep they'll put two and a half be out, two and a half out so yeah. i not just from a standings perspective but the mets are falling apart you could really kind of deal a, a death blow here yeah. to them if you can it's, sweep it's a great point two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four get to as many calls as we can let's go to exit and talk to chris hey chris hey guys how are you hey what's going on man uh, thanks for calling in I'm good. Uh, I called I called James every once in a while during the week, but I thought I'd call because I never get to talk to Elliot, and I always <laughs> sometimes Elliot you drive me crazy. Um, See, I'm, you're not the I, only I, one, but I appreciate you I, calling. I think, well, here, here's the point. I think that we we all as Eagles fans and just Philadelphia sports fans in general think too much about wins, losses, playoffs, that kind of stuff. We should just be thinking in general terms. This is where the problem becomes in a lot of our teams. Just make the team better year after year after year continue to do well yeah and what i mean by that is this you know elliot mentions how good our defense is well our defense is going against Drek every practice let's let's wait until we see what they go against when they play some real teams well on the then flip, we on the flip side you has. could say maybe i mean look i think it goes both ways when the offense really looks good it looks bad for the defense when the defense looks great it goes bad for the offense so i don't know if you can say that but we will have you can absolutely say that because it's the eagles offense that has no receivers that has yeah you can so let's see what the okay. Eagles defense does after the first couple of weeks. Yeah, then and we look, look joint practices against the Patriots and the Jets who don't have that's great fine. offenses either, but that'll be a good look at this team against another right. roster. Be- yeah. Better than what we have on our offense. I don't, I don't know about that. Is, that but okay. <laughs> I know. The okay. second thing well, is um, you, you keep saying we have to make the playoffs because it will help the quarterback get better. Look, look at Troy Aikman. Look at Aaron Rodgers. They had terrible first years. It doesn't matter. Make the team better. Keep making it better. I don't care if they win to make the playoffs or not. That should be the goal. But that's what I'm advocating for. Matters. I'm saying go out and get a receiver. Go trade for James no, Washington. You're, you're, you're advocating that you spend the things that you probably would do better off not spending, building the team. The first time we ever get a young player and build young players will be the first time I've ever seen the Eagles do that. Let's build our young players. Let's build our let's build our team from within decrease the salary cap, we can go out and get a great player eventually. Yeah, and I, look, I agree with you in terms of holding on to high-quality assets, like those two first-round picks, the Colts pick. I, I agree with you. But I do think there's a benefit, to your point, of just making moves to make the roster better, right? And bringing in a James Washington, bringing in a receiver that's going to help is going to make the roster better. It's going to make Sirianni better. It's going to make Jalen Hurts better. So I don't think investing into this team is a bad idea. I don't think – Players like that are going to make it. We need high-quality players, not basic, average type of players. Chris, we need great players. Chris, good call, man. Call us again. I, look, I disagree that the Eagles – look, the Eagles offense where it's at right now, I've seen them through nine practices. The offensive line, I think, is good. The running backs have been good. Goddard and the tight ends have been good. The issues have been the receivers and Jalen Hurts. And when I look at them, I think the main issue is the receivers are not creating separation. Jalen Hurts is not at a point yet – 
like most second-year quarterbacks where he's got laser pinpoint accuracy and he's going to complete a large percentage of contested throws. No quarterback is going to do that. And But the receivers, like today we saw so many batted, today in practice, so many passes were batted down, and I don't think it's because they were bad throws. It's because there's just no separation there, and these guys are not winning 50-50 balls. Let's go to South Carolina and talk to Rick. Hey, Rick. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. I am a podcast listener. Oh, oh appreciate Rick, it. My man. Thanks for calling in. Yes. Um, so, uh, speaking of, uh, I believe it's Tyree Jackson, the six-seven receiver who yes. has great hands over the middle. Uh, speaking of that kind of receiver, congratulations to Harold Hoagie Carmichael for making yes, the Hall of yes. Fame. Rick, I was going to mention it at the very end of the show. I'm happy you brought it up. Like long, yeah. long, long, long time coming. And and one of those things where I know Elliot being around the team when I worked for the team, and mm-hmm. literally anyone who's ever been a part of this franchise, like in any facet, every single person to a man says what an amazing person yeah. Harold is. So it's really I, awesome. Yeah, I, I yeah, I'm old enough to have watched him play. Uh, one of my favorite Eagles of all time. Uh, Second point, real quick, if I could, uh, best wishes to get well to my friend Kelsey. She's a fellow Eagles fan. Um, Tom recently brought her home from the hospital. She's doing well, but continued best wishes there. Yeah, and then my, my, my good wishes thank, her way. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you. And then uh, third, um, my, my opinion here. I would like to. I think if he, I think Jalen Hurts and Eagles doing well will go hand in hand. I would like to see them do well, and I think it gives us flexibility. Uh, if Jalen Hurts looks good this year, then next year. We have, you know, either we're pleasantly surprised he's our, he's our, uh, yep. you know, number one going forward, or he's very tradable, uh, or we can keep him as a backup, uh, you know, as we picked him. Uh, so I think it's just that's my point is I think it gives us flexibility at the team. Yeah, there, there's no fun. question that Jalen Hurts being good is the best outcome for this team, right? You don't have to trade assets to go get other quarterback, another quarterback. You can use those assets. You sell them around for him. two more years on a cheap yep, deal. He's still cheap. There's no question, but he has to go out and do it. Like as high as I. M on him, and I think he'll be good. The, the start to training camp has not been encouraging. So we'll see if – I believe he'll be a regular, better regular season player than a training camp player, but he's going to have to go out go out and do it. Thanks for taking my call. Rick, always no a problem. pleasure, man. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Emil in Lansdowne. Emil. Hello. There, Emil. Oh, man. Oh, too bad. Let's want, give it one more shot. Let's go to Rick and on? Rick, you are on. What up, buddy? Thank you. I hear Echo. Hey, listen. Up, hey, I, he, he took the words right out of my mouth. Praise the hell, Carl Michael. Yes. I, I, I just wanted to bring this up before I talk, say something quick and passionate about Jalen Hurts. Okay. Number one, Carl Michael, do you, I know you do. Do you recall the catch? Now, he's six foot eight. He was close to the very front of the end zone. In the end zone, but not far back. And he leaped up in the air, tipped the ball with the tip of his finger, yep, full yep. left, right? Fell on his back, and the ball hit him in the chest in the corner. Do you yep. remember that? Oh, yeah. I love seeing that catch. I saw it on YouTube again yesterday. Now, I praise him, and I'm so glad for him. And he did spend a lot of time around the team. When I go to training camp and whatnot, I always see him with that soppy hat on. <laughs> yeah, it is out. always off to the side. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's my boy. Harold's a great guy. Congratulations to him. And number two, let me tell you guys, be careful what you wish for. Talking, worrying about getting a quarterback, possibly from uh, Houston, Texas. Well, let to be clear, neither of us don't, we don't want him. We don't want them to trade. We made it very clear. I do not want them to trade. Okay, go ahead. Excuse me. Let me finish before I get lost in the sauce. Now, I've seen Jalen Hurts from Alabama 
and Oklahoma. I've seen him go through his trials and tribulations, but I love the way he handled it and how he learned to throw better. I remember how uh, Stephen Smith burnt him, you know, he tore him up, you know, talking about how he couldn't throw and all this. But what I liked about Jalen Hurts, as he got better, just like he's doing at camp, every day he's getting better. I've seen how his worst, I've seen the interceptions, I've seen him getting it together, but he's spending time studying. But I like the way, doing all that adversity, and the way he acted on the sidelines when they benched him for, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, for Miami, when they benched him. Oh, Tua. Tua. When they, uh, Tua's all right, too. But when they benched him. Now, what, I like, what I'm seeing is that eventually he's going to get that, um, uh, where he get his reads without getting foot happy. Yes. You know, he, where he when needs he to go through his progression. I got confidence. Here's my point. Two points. I got confidence that he's going to get them reads because he's an intelligent guy. Rick, I'm with you, bud. Rick, I'm with you. I'm sorry. We're up against it. It's it's a great call and great points, but we are well past our time. Shout out to Harold Carmichael. Yeah, shout out to Harold Carmichael. And look, we both, to Rick's point, like Elliot and I both want Jalen Hurts to succeed. We both want him to be the Eagles quarterback. We both do not want Deshaun Watson to be the Eagles quarterback. So we're very with you on that, Yes, agreed on that. All right. Uh, It has been a pleasure. Uh, Thank you to everyone who called in. We literally could not do this show without you. If you want to call in and talk Phillies, Leading off is coming up next. I will absolutely take your Phillies calls, 215-592-9494, as we get you set for the biggest game of the season. Here we go. The biggest series of the season, and the first time in a long time it feels real with the Phillies. So coming up next, leading off Phillies-Mets after that. Again, thank you to every single person who called in. Thank you to Dan Wilson crushing it behind the glass. For Elliot, I'm James. Thanks for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio right here on 94 WIP.